Welcome to Globus Live, the podcast where we explore the intersection of technology, people, productivity, and exceptional experiences. We are your host, Helge Bjorland, sitting here. Uh, he's the CEO of Globus, and then me, Katarina Maria. In today's episode, we dive into the world of maximizing efficiency and productivity with tech, focusing on Linda Norheim from Reflect Hälsa, uh, invaluable tips from uh, for consultants and the staffing industry as a whole, from the recruiters and customers' perspectives to candidate experiences. We uncover the secrets of creating exceptional experiences and leveraging new innovations to delight your candidates and talents. So welcome, Thank Linda. You. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Very nice having you. Yes. <laughs> and you, Linda, you have a very exciting background as well. We talked a bit before the show and uh, yeah. I mean, you were born born in Norway, but then raised in Spain, right? Exactly. So I lived 20 years in Spain, moved back to Norway in officially 2019, 2019, and then joined the business and the the industry uh, in mid-2020, in 2019. And you joined the recruitment industry. Yes. Was like, there anything in your background or experience that kind of drove you to that? Nothing. Career? At that point, I was working with housing and logistics mainly within the recruiting uh, industry. And then I had some background working with housing and rentals and stuff like that in Spain. So that was kind of my introduction to the industry as a whole. And then when I moved over to Reflect Elsa in 2021, I, I had a little bit more of a experience doing some side how, like projects within the other company that I was working with. So I, I was a little bit more warmed up to the idea of working with recruiting, which was completely new to me at that point. And then I started with recruiting and staffing in 2021. Nice. Yeah. And uh, tell us a bit more about what you do at, at Reflect Helse. So every day is different. Uh, we work with recruiting healthcare workers to different cities and different municipalities in Norway. We have these contracts with, which in Norwegian we call Ramavtala, the frame official agreement, yeah, frame agreements. Yeah, um, from most parts of the south of Norway. Uh, we're the biggest uh, company in Oslo and in Bergen. We are the first one on the list which we call it, which is basically all the orders come to us first as a deliverer, and then we have to deliver the healthcare workers, and then they go to the next ones on the list. Uh, so we have the biggest agreements in, in Norway as well, which we are very proud of. Uh, and I work mainly with recruiting and then staffing in bigger areas, which are um, dominantly more longer projects, longer assignments, uh, which in Globus we call them periods, longer periods. Uh, and then I have some housing and logistics and then language. Um, language follow-up? Yeah, follow, yeah, well, yeah, follow-up the language skills of the um, healthcare workers who come from Europe. Right. But you have a lot on your plate. Like, how do you, how do you manage your day? Like, how do you, how do you set up your day? We've learned that in this industry, you're never done. You can never go home feeling I've done my job today. Uh, you're always busy every day. There's a new thing um, because the days are so different. 
there's you can never predict what's going to happen in a day so you think that you have it all figured out and then the next day it's completely new and you have to deal with whatever comes your way on that day but I'm very good at staying calm in those situations and just reading whatever I need to read through my emails and going through everything and just picking up the phone and take a call and just talk to the person that I need to talk to so I feel like at the end of the day, I've always done what I need to do. And I'm, I feel like I don't, I, I, whenever I go home, I've done what I have to do. So I feel calm when I go home. So I'm, I'm pretty good at it, I think. <laughs> do you use any uh, technology? I mean, we, we mentioned Globus and that's yeah. why we're sitting here today, obviously. Uh, but what are the other tools? And maybe you can like talk through a little bit how Globus help you yeah. throughout the day. Well, Globus has been, I think it has become one of our vital uh, online tools for recruiting and staffing. We use Globus on a daily, especially in Bergen and in Oslo, which are the biggest uh, agreements that we have. The clients that we have in those municipalities just send us emails and we have to book it right away. It needs to happen very, very quickly. So the way that we did it previously was way slower and we would basically lose a lot of um, shifts because of it and now working with Globus it has changed it completely so we I think in a day I don't know how many orders we managed to have but I think we have like a standard 50 emails maybe in and out in like a two hour period so it needs to happen quick and Globus has really provided us with that efficiency. You mentioned Globus and Globus AI is AI driven talent um, or staffing platform I guess you're you, in the Reflect Health, so you're a bit of a front runner using uh, AI technology. Could you say a bit about, it sounds a bit complex. Could you say a bit about how hard it was to get started? We started at the end of 2021, if I'm not wrong. Uh, I had just been there for uh, four or five months when we started. So for me, it was learning a new, I was already learning all the systems and it wasn't that big of a deal for me, but for the people who had worked there for a little while, it was more of a shock when we had to completely change how we were doing things. And we were always told it's going to be so much easier. It's going to be so much quicker. It's going to be, it's going to make your day so much more effective and you're going to not have to stress about the things that we need to stress about today. So when we started using it, uh, obviously you were completely new. Globus was very, very new and it was very shaped to fit our profile. So there were things that we needed to work on. Uh, Globus worked really hard on providing us with the things that we needed uh, and we felt like the support was very good always being reachable and we, we could just send them an email to you and you would respond back very quickly uh, which helped us very much in the beginning it was hard the hardest part I believe was for the candidates they didn't really understand the change I had also been through text messages but this time there was a link and they had to access the link and they didn't really understand the change so we had to send out numerous emails and explain it and make videos explaining how we do it and I think within a couple of months things were going very very quickly and we could see which candidates were picking up on it quickly and the one we were recruiting in who were completely new would understand it a little bit better because we were understanding it a little bit better and now it's, I mean, if we do, we go back, there are days that if something happens and we just need to do it quickly, we go back to the old, we need to show our new staff or our new colleagues who work internally with us. We need to show them how we did it previously in case something happens. 
And when we do, when we send out these old text messages, we don't get a lot of answers because people don't know what we're talking about. They're expecting the globalist text. So it was hard in the beginning. I, I would say it was hard the couple, the first couple of days. And then we would see this is actually a lot easier. It's quicker. And there's just a click of a few buttons and you're done. And you have done an, like 30 minutes of work, which we would have to do previously. So it's it's gone very naturally in that way. But it sounds like, you know, an email and, and back and forth. And now we're talking about a click. Yes. One click. Yes. Uh, previously, we would send out a text message. Uh, we had a system which we could do like this fellow text messages. And we would write things like, we need this kind of worker, like a nurse uh, for this place at this time. Please answer back with, yes, I would like to accept this one. Because we would send so many out in an hour that when someone would answer, oh, yeah, I can take it. We wouldn't know what they were talking about. So... At that time, uh, we could see the difference when sending out the links that we do through Globus and them answering and not having to have that direct dialogue to know we know who are going to take the shift and who is getting them and who is going to accept it. And the customers know exactly who they're talking with and who they're accepting. So it's so much smoother at this point. That also brings me to to my next thought and so instead of like, oh, did you did you accept the the message that I sent you? Oh yeah, I did. Oh, that was too late. Uh, now you obviously have time. Yes. For, I would say a little bit more important task, like actually talking. How are you? How are you feeling? How was the job? Uh, you know, tell me what's going on. We are very focused on having that dialogue and having that personal communication with our employees. Uh, we focus a lot on being available for them. So not having that time was a huge problem in our day to day. So today we have the time because everything happens online and everything happens with a few clicks. The customers can work while we are doing other things, which wouldn't happen previously. So it has changed the day, meaning that like the two people who sit with the biggest agreements, they sit on a day to day basis with these orders. Uh, they are also able to do interviews they're able to reach out to their employees and talk to them and check up on them and the customers uh, obviously as well so we have a lot more time even though our days are even more filled today but we have a lot more time on our hands to do those things that people might not think are that important but to us it's very important to keep that dialogue open yeah i mean it's about building relationship exactly yeah yeah and the and the brand like reflect tells us you know we are an employer that is we are looking after you yes we see you we hear you yeah we hear for you and and that's what you started off with too yes yeah um the the staffing and recruiting industry in norway has a lot of taboo around it unfortunately and we are working very hard to take get that away from it and change the mindset a little bit about being uh, employed in a recruiting agency, which previously just meant that you got a contract and then you were sent to work. We want to make it that you you actually have a job place. You have an you have an employer who cares. You have an employer who is going to provide for you and wants to do the best so that you do your job the best way you can do it. And for you to feel safe. And the only way for us to do that was to keep the dialogue open and 
be a bit available for everyone at every time. I obviously work from eight to four every day. And then we have colleagues who work outside those office hours and they also use Globus and they are also always available if someone needs to talk or needs to have have issues or have any doubts about anything. So they are, we've tried to always be available. Yeah, and I, and I hear that. I mean, now we're talking about uh, from a, from your point of view and your team's point of view, but also from the talent or candidates uh, who who are one who's actually going to to take the assignment. Yes, you know, uh, when I first met uh, Helge and Globus, we were talking about we actually empowering people, and I love that. I mean, it's such a like cliche to talk about, but we are actually empowering people who can say. Uh, you know, I want to go here to to this assignment, or I mean, going back to that taboo with with staffing. Yes, but you know, we are empowering you to decide on your what are you going to do Monday to Friday. Yeah, uh, we you're are able. You. You're able to choose when you want to work and have that option to say, I don't want to work on mornings. I don't want to work on nights. I want to stay home with the kids. I want to do different things that I'm not able to do when I work at a specific place and I have a contract and they are ordering me to work the the shifts that I need to work. So specifically in those two agreements that we have that are the biggest ones, which are Bergen and Oslo, there's so much flexibility that comes with it. And there's always been some flexibility there, but now they can see the shifts and think about it and then just send it into us. And there's no um, I think people might think that when they previously, when we did it with the text messages, we would judge or we would think, but let, can you please work? Like it's, and now it's just, just click on the shift that's, that you want and we're not going to, we're not going to ask any questions. That's where, yeah, we know that you know what you, you're doing. So it's much easier for us. It's much easier for them. And it, I think it feels a little bit safer for them as well. Uh, I, I know that a lot of them, just click and then they send it in and then they call us to talk about what they just asked for. Uh, but still, it's so much more available for them to just see the shifts and be and know when they can plan around it. And and yeah, it's much easier. And maybe to bring in Helge here a little bit, like when it comes to t- the technology behind that, that it's it's not just happening. It's we're talking about a technology. Maybe you want to highlight a little bit what's going on. Uh, when we do like shift and when we help uh, candidates to kind of like, oh, like you said, I don't want to work on Wednesday afternoons because I'm going to pick up my kids early. I do that every Wednesday. But as a recruiter um, and consultant, I mean, you you don't remember that. How are you supposed, I mean, you barely remember your own schedule. (laughs) We have, uh, I think currently we have around 700 active employees and we are a team, I think we're 10 at this point. So we have a lot of employees between all of us. And we, you have some that you talk to very, very often and you remember certain things, but then there are those who just, they don't need you to talk to them every single day or every single week. You don't know what's going on in their lives and you don't know what they need and what, they're, what they expect of us. And so when they send us, uh, we have the option to, for them to write a comment uh, when we send out orders and they will very often write a comment saying, I can take this shift, but I need to start an hour later or I need to start like 30 minutes later. And they will give us some understanding of what's going on and then we know what we're dealing with. They know that we don't remember what's going on in their lives and what we can't remember their kids schedule and all these things. But they 
feel like they are able to contact us and say, I really want that chipped, but I need this. You need to make this happen for me, but I need a little bit of help with like the first hour or something. And it's much easier with a Globus, I think, because it's it's right there. You can see it on the screen and you just send it to the customer and you say, this is going to happen. This person is available, but they need 30 minutes extra. And whereas before they would send all these through text messages and you wouldn't see them and then because you got 20 and then, yeah, there was a lot of misunderstandings, a lot of missing shifts because of things like that. I think that's, uh, you know, back to your question, there's a lot happening in the background as well. One is the things that you pick up as a recruiter, but also the indirect information about the candidates that you can pick up based on their behavior. So who clicked the links, who opened, uh, you know, you can see if they opened and viewed then scrolled yeah. uh, even these kind of things so you can really judge the interest of candidates for different positions and so on and also see their work history in combination with the available uh, jobs yeah but it's an ai system what i mean a lot of people think of different different things some think of chatbots some yeah. think of you know just matrix uh, numbers rolling on the screen H- how does it actually look like when you work in a system like globus we see that it matches very uh, correctly with how we what we know about our candidates. Um, we have candidates who we know won't uh, accept like night shifts. And when they've done that a certain amount of time, they're not going to appear. They're not going to turn up for us to send them anything. So we're not going to bother them with it. And then we have the ones who uh, n- almost never open the the orders. And then we are able to reach out and say, okay, so I see that we've sent you a million emails and a million SMSs. What's going on? Why aren't you interested? Is there something that we can do? And we always get that feedback saying, okay, well, yeah, I'm not interested in this place. I'm not I'm not going to work for an, this period of time. So it reads what's going on without us even knowing it. And then it picks up on certain things. And when we think something's wrong, we will reach out to Globus and, and you will let us know that, okay, but this person hasn't been active in like a two-week span or something. And then we will reach out and we will um, get to know what's going on and, and get to the bottom of it. So it works. I think uh, my colleagues also see that it's easier for them to reach out to the ones who are actually going to accept the orders without having to go through the list, see who it is, and pick out the ones that they know are going to, to say yes or no. So it's it's um, it's a system that I think we don't think about it. We don't think that there's a lot of back office work going on. But we when it works, we do understand that there's a little bit more to it than we're telling just us sending an email saying we need this. Um, so it, it works very well for us seeing as the ones that we know are going to work turns up and the ones who never say anything, they're, they're not going to turn up. And then, then we have the parsing as well, which we use groups to know, like, I don't know if it's the parsing actually, but we take them out in groups and then we um, filter on these groups and then we know who are going to work night shifts, um, for instance. And then the ones who never answer, they're just not going to be there. And then you have the availability uh, option as well. So we send it out. I think we send it out every two or three weeks. And then they let us know how they can work. Sometimes it doesn't match, but um, normally they they send us the correct information. 
and then they're not going to be bothered with SMSs as often as they are if they're not going to send anything. Oh, you what, mentioned parsing as well. Uh, could you say a bit more about how you use that? I don't really know that much about it. Uh, it's it's Paul is the one who always talks about it. Uh, but we needed to have the system fit us as a client correctly for us to for well for it to to work more efficiently. So uh, because I'm, I'm I imagine every customer of Globus has their specific needs and their specific wishes. For us, it was very important to be able to define who are we going to send out, uh, separate them into groups, and be able to just bring out the ones that we we know are going to take these assignments, um, and be able to see who is picked up from our CRM system, who is going to be brought out, and who um, isn't going to be available for us to send to. So it. Uh, there's a lot of work behind it. Uh, we, I don't really understand it at all, but we have these groups that we use on a daily, um, which we filter on, not specifically nurses or auxiliary nurses, but more the areas where they're going to work, the time of shifts that they want to work. Uh, and that's the parsing that we use mostly, I think. Yeah. But again, I don't really understand the parsing <laughs> no, I part. Do. It's a, it's a good example of how technology should work in the background and yes. help people do their job. So yeah. you should feel that something smart is happening. But Something smart is really happening. It's Previously, it was all manually job. We would go in, find them on groups. We had the groups in the CRM system as well, but it was so slow. And you would have to define it so much for us to find the right candidates. Whereas now we just put them in one group in our CRM system and Globus just takes it out of the CRM system and that's all we need. Um, and it's almost always correct, uh, mostly because we don't put them in the correct boxes, uh, but it's always been very easy to find the right candidates with Globus, whereas previously we would have to do like a five, 10 minutes work. Basically we would have to do yeah, filtering on our own. Um, and we had our own groups and that only just making the groups took like five minutes. So just clicking on a button and sending it out, I think it saves us a lot of time during the day, especially in the bigger areas. Yeah, but I see, I see technology or, I mean, now we're talking about Globus, but as your co-pilot, like it, it's there, it's working. Yes. Uh, and it's your even best friend maybe uh like you know helping you to do a better work um so i mean like it's happening in the in the background and that's hence the technology is so important that yeah it's running by your side <laughs> yes it's i think we have had days where uh like in the beginning when we were trying to figure out how this was working and there were things that we picked up on and we had a open dialogue with Globus all the time, letting us know if there's anything you need to change, just send us an email. We will look into it right away. In that time, there were a few days that things weren't working correctly because the parsing and the, the connection between the CRM system and Globus wasn't all there. Uh, we would have to go back to the old system. And the frustration <laughs> from my colleagues was horrible. Um, I have two colleagues who work, as I said, on the big agreements and they're sitting daily with the orders that come in and out. And we're talking about 
um, all, everything between two and 20 emails an hour, which might not be ha have to be dealt with there and then, but normally are always dealt with in the moment. Uh, so when things don't work correctly at this point, they they get really frustrated. So Globus has become this um, vital part of their day to day. Uh, I use it in the uh, I because I use I work with the longer assignments and the longer periods as we call them in Globus. I work with it on a little bit lower scale, so I have a much more time to plan and much more time to send out, much more time to figure out who I'm going to pick and who I need to send to the customer, whereas they need to, it needs to happen within 10 minutes. It needs to be right there and then. And I see that our customers also are very dependent on this uh, system at this point. Previously, you would have maybe 30 minutes to answer an email from municipality of Oslo. They would ask you to, we need an answer by 30 minutes or you're losing the shifts. Uh, previously, that was a hard job. It was very hectic and it needed to happen. And you would lose a lot of shifts because it would happen so fast. Whereas with Globus, it happens so fast and so quickly that they, I think maybe one or two shifts normally get lost out of 30 and then there's no problem with the rest. And they know that they uh, can expect a answer with, within like five minutes. Uh, so it's, I think... A lot of our customers are very impressed with it, and they also have become like addicted to having a global system. So when we don't send it through Globus, they're like, "No, no, no! I need, I need the link. I need to go in and see the link." So it's it's fun to see how it is evolving, and um, I think a lot of recruitment agencies can benefit from being that available and getting the efficiency that that it provides. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, in this case, we're talking about uh, healthcare. So yes, the right person at the right place at the right time. Key. Yes. Key. I think uh, healthcare workers are needed everywhere. But the situation in Norway at this point is so we're heading in a very wrong direction. We need so many healthcare workers, especially nurses and auxiliary nurses. So when you don't get what you need within the time that you need it, it's very, very uh, hectic for the customers specifically and they get very frustrated and the frustration goes off on us because they call us and they're very frustrated so we see that by doing it quickly and not having to have that dialogue they can relax a lot more as well because they don't need to be dependent on the phone all the time so they just see the email answer and then they're done um, and I think they're very happy with that solution. Like they don't need to call us and double check. Is this the right person? Does this person have those qualifications? Do we need to, is there anything that we need to do? No, you just need to accept and then you're done. I'll, I'll do the rest and they'll come meet you when you want them to meet you. So it's, I think it's much more time saving for them as well, not only for us. So that's, I think that's a good part of it. But it's almost like I hear the world, the word see, we see you. Yeah. And if we're talking about the candidates or the talents or your customers, we see you, we hear you, we, we're there for you. Yeah. Uh, and then like the, let the technology do the, the rest the, of it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We, we help you to um, get the right people to the right place at the right time. Yes. Yeah. They're dependent on it. Uh, when they reach out to us, it's because normally they have an acute um, sickness uh, incident, someone who's not going to come to work on that day, someone who might be sick for a long time, uh, someone who has gotten sick while at work, or someone who 
there's a lot of times when they will call us at eight in the morning and the shift started at 7.30 and they're like, no one's here. We need your help and we need it now. We need it to happen as soon as possible. We don't know. We don't care who you send us. We just need someone. Please help us. And then if you're going to have to call them back and forth and ask for different things and, and get them to check and get them to say yes and all these, they need to be dependable on the phone. And at that point, they're already missing healthcare workers. So they're not available. They can't be available on the phone. So for them to just go in and accept the candidate that you send is so much easier for them. And it feels I think it feels very safe for them to know that they're dealing with it and it, it will be done as soon as I just click on the button. The beauty of technology. Yes. <laughs> Going back a little bit to, to like we, we put ourselves in the candidate shoes now. Um, and going back to empowering there, like we were talking about it a little bit earlier. Um, but I feel like, you know, empowering the candidates moving forward and also positioning uh, Reflect Helsa as, you know, the preferred employer. Um, and, you know, we need to help you to uh, do your like work more efficient. Yeah. What are other like, if we can look into the future here, like what are the good technologies that we should be using if, if you can just like you know think out loud for the future like thinking from a candidate perspective like oh I, I really want to feel like i'm empowering my daily work here by this we're moving into a time where as we talked about yesterday um people don't want to have that face-to-face -face dialogue they don't want to they don't want to communicate we're we have generations now who don't want to take a phone call they don't want to speak on the phone so I think the more efficiently we could do all the process like the entire process within without having them having to call us or talk to us uh, we obviously need to check the candidates and have a dialogue and know that we have the right candidates for our customers and that we have the right employees for us so at some point we're going to have to have a communication with them but I think we have a generation coming up that needs to do everything online and there doesn't need to have it does they don't need to have an interview the, the way that we have an interview today and I think that in the future a an IE um, system can actually do a interview process which is kind of scary to think about for my job but I think I think it's going to be possible for it and so I don't know if it's going to be completely di digital and completely without any communication but I think the more efficiently we could do the the entire process from staffing recruiting from the first moment they reach out to us uh, through some kind of platform we have that today but it, it goes slowly and we need to call them and we need to check on them and we need to reach out and get a um, their CVs and it's it's a slow process as of today and we want to efficient get that to be more efficient Um, and I think that if there's an easier way to for them to reach out to us in the on the first hand and then everything else is gonna just be easier in that way. But I also I've I've talked to Paul about this, uh, since he's our he's our um go to man in Globus. Uh I've said you need to make an app. Like it everything needs to be an app. Uh, that would be so much more better for them. Uh, if you had like an, a platform for them to go in, log in, and they could see, have all their information. Um, and they, instead of having them 
tell us their availability. They would just go in and like synchronize their calendars to their own calendars, something like that. So it would go even faster because we have some candidates who maybe wait a little bit too long until they tell us when they're available and then they might have lost a few shifts. So something in that area, I think, would be a lot more efficiently. Very good. Improvements to the candidate yeah. base coming. Yeah. yeah, it's coming. We know. <laughs> we go back to a little bit like you said, uh, oh, that's a bit scary for me. But I, I guess it's also like a little bit of a mind shift. Like, you know, we need to think that technology will assist me to have, you know, more relationship, you know, um, meetings maybe. Maybe, you know, yeah. I'm actually going to go and see them. Uh, so free up time so that you actually have the time to go and, and see your uh, employees. employees and yeah. like, uh, I mean, also the team, like everyone. So it is, I guess it's more like a mind, um, you know, we just have to shift that. Like, it's not going to be, re- I'm not going to be replaced. No. It's that I I will have more time to do what's actually important. The, the, the bigger things. And I think that the human to human interaction is always going to be very important. Um, I believe that IA can be very very smart but the the feelings part of it is going to be always very hard for a machine to to pick up on so i think that if it could make our day-to-day easier with responding on emails and reading through and knowing what we need to do and prioritizing what needs to happen and let us do the human to human interactions that's going to be very effective so i think that in the future it will be more of a uh, email-based and organizing your day sort of thing that you can use it for in our industry. And then you have the human-to-human interaction, which is left to us as humans, uh, which I think is going to be very effective um, or efficient and time-saving, basically. I mean, we have the empathy part. Yes. Which is, which I hope the IA isn't going to have. <laughs> I, think... I mean, like it's like Helge mentioned earlier, like, let's see when you open your emails, like the, the shifts that we're sending for Wednesday afternoon. So you're not interested. That part, we leave to the AI. Yeah. Like, please go and take that. Yeah. So Linda can focus on w- what's going on with your kids. Like, yeah. you know, follow up that empathy. Yeah, um, the part of it. I yeah. think the because we're so focused on being personal with them and having that dialogue and being there for them, I think the thing that saves time most is the th- that part of Globus, which reads the email and sees, okay, you need you need these people and you need that, and then the candidates telling us, um, I can start an hour later. Just if that went automatically, that would save a lot of time as well. So I think that it's going to be interested, just interesting to see it in the future, how it is used to pick up on certain things that we don't have to use our time on. Uh, because we do follow up everyone in our system. So we need to prioritize that. And sometimes when we're doing the orders and we're talking about, uh, especially in Oslo and in Bergen, we don't have time to do all that follow up all the time. So, but again, Globus has changed that completely because previously we were, we needed to be a bigger team to get all the job done. And now we don't really need to be that big of a team. So it's good in that way. And going back to to your team at Reflect Helsa, like, how do you work today versus a few years back? Do you see, I mean, you mentioned the, the team size, but I mean, that's uh, one part of it. But how, 
how have you, how do you collaborate a bit differently now or can you just elaborate a little bit on on that i think we we do collaborate a little bit differently uh we because we have two people who spend all their day on globus um receiving the orders and sending them out and completing the orders the rest of us can prioritize staffing uh on in other areas where we can't use globus yet because it's not it's not an option for the customer um and then we can also prioritize the recruiting part of it and the follow up um part of it so at this point like previously we would have all our own candidates and we would need to follow them up in our own way now it's more we do still collaborate on everything and we do still have the same candidates and follow them up very very uh closely but the people who sit on the biggest agreements that need to focus their time on the agreements and on the orders coming in they are able to let me know okay can you just call this person and i can just take that away from their pile which i think makes their day also a lot easier and it has increased the way that we get orders in and orders out uh and it has made it a lot more easy to evolve and grow in these agreements areas which is great for us uh and we we need to do that because we are like in Oslo and in Bergen we are the first one and we need to always deliver what they expect of us and not being able to do that it's going to make it a problem so we always need to be on the top of it at all times and if we can take work away from their work pile while they focus on globus that makes it a lot easier for the rest of the team as well because we know what we need to focus on and we know who we need to recruit and what we're going to work with um and it's a lot more easy to see on a day-to-day basis i would never know what they were working on uh but now i do i can just go into globus and i can see what's going on where do we need people where where are we focusing who's the biggest client all of these things it's so much more uh, approachable from my point of view that i'm not you i'm not used to sitting with this on a day-to-day basis so i think it's very easy for all of us to see how it has changed but it hasn't changed in the way that we do things completely differently we do still keep our values and and we do like the follow up part of it is is always very important for us so us being available for doing the follow up part and not having to focus on the orders because we have two specific people who sit on the orders but them having also the time to do follow up when they need to do it because it just works on online and you can you don't need to sit there and be looking at it closely to see that it actually works it just works that makes it a lot more efficiently for them as well yeah but it sounds like a a a good team collaboration in my in my ears yeah we are a very great team i think we have we are at this point we are 10 we have two new colleagues that started february and march or no sorry march and april and it's there's a very good dynamic everyone knows what everyone is sitting with everyone knows what's going on and everyone knows what everyone has to do so there's no there's no filter there's no wall coming up between us we just know there's a flow to the work basically um we see in global what's going on in the big agreements we everyone have we we use teams all the time in at work uh we have a office in Bergen and an office in Oslo. I'm sitting in the office in Oslo and our team leader is in Bergen. 
And when I started in Reflect, I was very curious as how is this going to work? Like, how is my boss going to be sitting in Bergen not seeing what I'm going to do? How is she going to know what's going to happen? But it because of the online base that we have, it's so much easier for us to just have that open dialogue all the time. We have team meetings and we have everything going on in Teams, on Microsoft Teams. So te we were used to doing everything online and being very digital about it. But at the same time, we needed to focus more on uh, getting even more digital. And I think that's why they were starting to think about the thought about Globus. And I think we have one colleague who has worked there for a lot of years and he uses the old CRM system. We have like one CRM system, but they have the option for you to go back to the like the original one. He's the only one who uses that. It's very complicated. None of us other understand it. Um, but he also loves Globus. So it's he he just, yeah, he figures it out. He just need we were really happy. We, well, we were eager to know if he was going to figure out how to use Globus because he didn't want to go over to the new CRM system, but he figured it out. So it's it's I think it's very easy to use as well. And you had uh, some exciting changes in, in Reflect Halse recently, right? Yes. We were bought. <laughs> we have been bought by a German company called Arano Group, and they created their Scandinavian base also in Norway. Uh, so in March, they took over. We have become a bigger company with a bigger mother company. Uh, so we have sister companies with staffing and recruiting of healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, everything, and they're the biggest one in Germany. So it's very exciting uh, to see what's going to happen um, uh, in the future. So we'll be seeing a lot more of Reflect Health. Uh, I think so. I think that is the the point of it. Uh, I think they wanted, they really liked the values of the company. They liked how we were doing things and what we had built. And they wanted to take us even further. Uh, and they are very focused on keeping it the way that it is, but growing it. So it's very exciting to see how much more is going to happen with the company. Uh, they We've used a lot of marketing recently, so we've seen that we have been more uh, accessible online for people to see when they search staffing and recruiting. We come up and it's easy for them to see who we are and what we stand for. And I think we have our values and what we have and what we believe and what we stand for is a very great base to have in the uh, industry at this point because there's a lot, as I said previously, a lot of taboo uh, and a lot of things that shouldn't be happening and, and we are very focused on doing the right thing and making people understand that this is a safe environment and in a safe workplace and we are a very stable and safe employer. So it's, uh, it's going to be exciting to see how many more are going to come in in the next future. Sounds very exciting. Yes, it is. But again, it's it sounds like um, I mean you, you're looking after. We were talking about the teams earlier. We we're talking about uh, your employees uh, and also your customers. Like it sounds like you have the loop uh, going quite well for you. <laughs> yeah, well, that is the loop basically. Yeah. That's the day to day. It is the customers, the the candidates, and the new candidates. Uh, we have our employees who we focus a lot of our time on because they're the main base to our business. And then we have the customers who we are providing for, and then we have the ones coming in. So it's uh, and that's what I mean when I say the day is never the same as the day the, the previous day because it's so there's so many you work with humans right so you never know what's going to happen you never know you can't predict anything 
Um, and I think that the loop just keeps going and it's never going to stop when it comes to healthcare workers because there's so much need for it. We have, I think currently in Norway, we have, I think we need like 7,000 nurses or something like that. Uh, so there's a so shortage that is tragic, basically, and we need to fill it. And we there's that's the reason why we're looking now in Europe as well to recruit from other nations. So we look specifically at Sweden and Denmark, and then we have a lot from Spain, a lot some from Italy, Portugal, um, and now it's going to be very interesting to see if something happens from Germany. We're going to get candidates from Germany, so we'll see. Sounds good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about, um, you know, you've been in the industry for a long time. Do you have uh, some uh, life hacks or tips and tricks that you, you can share? Uh, what's uh, Linda's secret to uh, being a really efficient uh, recruiter? I think you need to be a people person. You need to be able to talk to anyone, be open-minded, um, and be... If you're positive, that's a good that's a good trick. If you have, uh, I mean, in every workplace and in every industry, if you have a bad day, you have a bad day. But when you work with people the way that we do, we basically are here to please. Basically, we need to, uh, we're going to please our customers, we're going to please our employees, and we need to always find the best solution for everyone. So you need to be very uh, positive minded, open minded, and stay calm. Basically, you need to. Uh, you need to have a understanding that everyone is different. Um, if you understand different cultures and different way of approaching people, that is a good that is a good trick. But always being open to meeting new people and just staying um, positive, I would say, is a good trick. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, recently bought my uh, like one person bathtub, which I have okay. outside with cold water. Yeah. So I usually do like a cold plunge in the morning. Oh just to my kind God. Of, that's my way of staying relaxed and staying calm throughout the day. Is Do you have any uh, anything uh, that you do when you, things get stressful? And... Nature. nature. I need to go out in nature and just be outside, be on my own. I can listen to podcasts, listen to music, just to go for a walk. But I need to get out to nature, take a hike in the mountains or in the woods. Uh, we're very lucky in Norway. We have a lot of good nature, so that's that's a good part of it. But as soon as I get out and get some fresh air and just go for a walk, I can clear my head and think straightly, uh, which is very, very good. I almost feel relaxed just imagining being yeah. in the woods. Yeah, so <laughs> Especially in the Norwegian woods. In in Spain, where I lived, there wasn't a lot of... There's nature, obviously, but not the, the kind of nature that we have here. So I would still like to go... Um, into nature at that point but after moving back to Norway it was completely different I would I spend a lot of time outside even though it's the winter and cold and everything but yeah I need to stay I need to to spend a lot of time outside to clear my head something about that fresh air I think. yeah in Norway especially yeah yeah, yeah. and um, and people say that you need to see 1500 trees and uh, per day yeah per day. yeah per day to be to be a happy person really but, I mean going to Norway is like Pretty easy to to spot those fifteen hundred uh, trees. Yeah, it, it's I think easy. I spotted at least that on the train ride here. <laughs> you do. So that's that's not a problem. <laughs> um, just going a little bit into to the future. Um, what are the what are the key challenges that you see for staffing and the recruitment industry? I think the shortage is a problem. Um, 
we try to find candidates who are willing to stay in the industry for a long time. Because of the situation in Norway at this point, people are leaving the industry as, as a healthcare worker. They don't want to keep working there, which is not a good sign. And something needs to happen. Something needs to change. And the change needs to come from the government. It doesn't, it's, there's nothing wrong with the people who are leaving the industry and there's nothing wrong with the client. Well, I mean, there are, the work environments also need to change a little bit, I think. Um, but those are going to be the, the biggest issues going forward. What can make that easier is for us as companies to have a great understanding of what's going on and the empathy to relate to what's going on. And we have in, in Reflect Helse, as the in the administration, we have uh, three um, nurses working. So they they get it. They understand what's going on. They know how you feel and they know, um, they can explain to everyone, we know, we, we know exactly what's going on and we think it's unfair, just like you do. Um, so I think the change needs to happen as soon as possible because if not, there's not, really gonna happen anything it's not gonna be a positive change in the industry so i hope that the government can make the changes it needs to make and the work environments can change a little bit but we are very also focused on um, having the dialogue with our clients with our customers uh, when we find out that there's something with a work environment because we send them to these places and we don't know what's going on we haven't been there ourselves so when we find out that there's something that isn't right, we start the dialogue and we start the c communicating with them and telling them, I'm not going to let my employee go to your place when this is happening. We need to figure this out. And sometimes there, it's a, I think I, I would say it's an eye opener for them because they haven't gotten it from that point of view. They haven't gotten it from um, an outsider saying there's something wrong with your work environment at this place. Uh, so that helps very often. But then there are some places who things are so hectic, they can't really deal with it there and then. And that just, it affects the healthcare workers, basically. And it just, um, I think it makes the shortage even bigger, which is very sad. Um, but it's the direction that we're heading in, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and also to to back that up with, with data to, to show customers that... We, we see a trend here yeah. based on uh, facts, information, data. We have the data on this to show that, say that uh, people don't want to go there on, you know, um, whatever the reason is. Yeah. We, we can back it up with data yes. um, and not just someone saying that on an email. Like we have a whole system behind us saying, okay, this is the proof now. Yeah. To... We have people who don't want to, we, we send out the orders and then people don't answer. And at some point we understand something's going on. Exactly. So we take, we pick up the phone and we ask them what's going on. They will let us know. Mostly they will just call us right there. And then when they receive the orders, which is a really great thing, they see that we've sent them from this specific place. They don't want to work. They let us know immediately. Like going forward, I'm not going to go to that place. But I also think that uh, it has to do with the market itself. Um, the market is a very hard market. There's a lot of competition between the companies. Uh, and we have these framework agreements that we talked about earlier, and they need to be respected. Um, there's a reason why they're in place, and there's a reason why we have them. And there's a reason why you try to get in on them. And when you do, you need to respect them. You need to respect the boundaries and the, the agreement itself. And it's very hard when you have companies 
coming from the outside, not really having to deal with it. And they do whatever they want to do. That also affects the shortage because they send nurses in different places. Yeah, with different conditions, like very good, good conditions that are not really up to the Norwegian standards. It's not really following the rules and following the baseline. Um, and that affects the shortage because they have their expectations and they want this going forward. And then, yeah, you lose even more people, Yeah, sadly. I mean, as an outsider not living in Norway, I can say that it's a beautiful, stunning place. So please ever come to Norway. <laughs> Go join Linda yeah. and, and her team. <laughs> yes, I think a lot of people come to Norway because of the nature and because of the country and because they have heard that Norway is a very good work environment and workplace. And there's a lot of good conditions. There's a lot of good um, reasons to come to Norway. And there's, there's safety, basically. We have a lot of people coming from... Uh, we had some nurses... We were talking with from Asia and they would tell us they wanted to come because of safety, yeah. uh, which is good, which is very good for us and to know. But it's it's sad also because it, it tells you a story that isn't very right from their country. Um, and we were very focused on figuring out, are you coming for the right reasons? Do you really want to work as a nurse or is it just because you need safety? Uh, but they they are incredible nurses as well. So that's good. Yeah. And and I mean, if, if Norway can't set the standard or Scandinavia or Northern Europe or whatever the line is, then who will? Yeah. I mean, we we have to. Yes. That's, um, Norway has always been open, like very open-minded and been, I think, ahead of its time when it comes to everything. Um, and when it comes to healthcare workers, there's been a lot of restrictions, which we don't understand. We have... Uh, for instance, candidates coming from Asia who aren't going to get their authorizations uh, approved. Uh, they're incredible workers, but they're not able to work because the authorization isn't accepted and the government isn't going to do anything about it. So they make it very difficult for them as well, which is sad because we do need them. We do need them and they want to come and there's no reason for them to not get their authorization accepted because they have 10 years of experience. They've worked as a nurse for 10 years. So I think the the entire, there's it's loop, basically. We want this to change and everything, everyone says we want this to change, but no one really does anything, which is the sad part about it. I think we are running. Uh, Ready to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any any last? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. No. Do you? No, I think it was a lot of great reflections. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot for joining us, uh, Linda. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm glad I could join and and talk about it. I think um, as a recruiting agency, we, I think a lot of companies who might maybe aren't thinking about developing the the booking system and having Globus as a part of their daily jobs are going to miss out on a lot of things. I think it's going to be very good for them to just hear about it and and find out if for themselves if, if it's going to be effective but i i don't understand which agency isn't going to see the effectiveness of this so it's going to be yeah interesting to see i mean i what i hear is like i sit with a sign saying redefining the staffing and recruitment industry yeah. i feel like we're having having you in front of us so I mean, yeah thank you so much for joining us thank you thank you thanks